This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. And uh, coming up next, we have a former star of the show, Made in Chelsea. Are we on Radio uh, This is Radio 10. Radio 10? Sometime in the future when all joy has been sucked out of every part of life and it's just me speaking <laughs> on the radio with this voice. <laughs> this is the only entertainment you're getting. Can we, uh, um, can we also talk sh- about the fact mate walked in today and I said, look at your outfit. Yeah. And he went, yeah, buddy, it's linen. Yeah, it's called linen. Look it up, <laughs> baby. It's because I'm just a fucking laid back guy these days. <laughs> I, well, I also, what I didn't tell you, but I told other people in the studio is that I went for a wee and uh, oh, I, made a mark. I was worried about being late, so I pulled up a bit too quickly and had a little bit of a urine stain <laughs> on my linen. So I'm not that chilled. I'm pretty chilled, but in Is fact, it there at the moment. No, I think I think it's gone. This was a while ago. Are you excited um, for today's app? I'm very excited. Same. Are you? What questions are you going to ask, or I'm going to ask? What do you think? See, the thing is, is I I often put too much prep into uh, <laughs> you know before we have a guest on, so. <laughs> Right now, I, I can't pick. There's a lot. There's a lot of questions. Um, but I mean, why don't you sort of fire some? What, what are you? I don't know. I think we're gonna. I think to be honest, it's a good old catch up. Great catch up. It's a good old catch up. Uh, it's been a while. Hey, Lucy Watson on the podcast, man. This is we big. We haven't even introduced. Sorry. So, Lucy Watson. We got LW. L freaking W. Former X X uh... X military. Yeah, ex- <laughs> what else is she? Ex welder. Ex love interest of yours. He kissed her. Your first kiss ever remained, Chelsea, was Lucy Watson. My first kiss. It was your first kiss. Uh, I was on a TV show and she was on it as well, yeah. That was your first and kiss she, on me? You, you were. Yeah. I was on it as well. you were, God, the first kiss on having to kiss. I mean, I was already. A terrible kisser. I was already a terrible kisser as it was. No, I was already terrible at 
being on the show anyway. Like, mm. I was nervous, not a nervous wreck. I just wasn't very good for TV. I was monotone and just a bit like, mm. then having to kiss. So, wow, that was hard. Anyway. Are you ready for this one? I don't know. I can't wait. This is going to be an excellent episode. Here we go. Lucy Watson, our good friend, is on the podcast. I can't freaking wait. Hi, I'm Lucy Watson, um, Jamie's ex-love of his life, um, and vegan activist today. And, and you might know me from Made in Chelsea. <laughs> no, Alex, we don't. Yeah, yeah you're... That's the least don't, of my credentials these days, and I'm joking, that is literally what anyone knows me for. Does that annoy you, though? Because actually, Made in Chelsea was such a short period of your life. Was it? Felt long. Five years, maybe? Yeah, okay. Five years, what are you, 38 now? Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> fuck off, I'm younger than you. I am younger than you. No, seriously, I feel so old these days. What? Wait, it was five years of your life, mm-hmm. which which is a long time and not a long time in the long scheme mm-hmm. of things. But, but everyone kind of like remembers you, me, Mitt, whoever it is, from that show. Does that annoy us or no? Um, I actually quite like it only because people like me from the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually okay <laughs> with you, Jay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so I feel like it's quite good. Yeah, it's good for me. It's good. For I feel like you left at the legend. right time. You did your bit. You did your five years. Everyone always says out. that to me, and I do actually agree. Whereas Jamie, Jamie right and I stayed you for another five for years. You so long, we and honestly, nearly did a really decade. Cl- I, really I would put it on, and I'd be like, oh my God, they're still, they're still there. You're like, is this a rerun? <laughs> oh no. So, <laughs> I'm showing the best yeah. bits. <laughs> They've got like an aging filter in a rerun. <laughs> I, I remember. You were both so scared to leave, weren't you? Yeah, terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. Why? Right? I'm joking. I was saying I was were scared. You scared. Yeah, I think I was scared. I think I, I just became comfortable. Yeah. I, I became comfortable. That. I was just like you, you had know, zero I was, role, Alex. I was, I was making you were money. Literally like you were like <laughs> the friends. I had. I you had, became like the counselor. I had. I know. I went from the arsehole to the counselor. <laughs> I'd done my. You bit. actually had zero role. Literally like, zero yeah. role. It was after like more and more comments. Comments started to be like, "Why is he actually still there?" And I was like, "I should probably go now." <laughs> I did. I did my bit. I did my bit. Mm-hmm, you you did. did your bit for one. I season. Did my bit for once for one season. You did. Your and bit. then Jamie. Mm. I clung all man. You were so terrified. I can remember the anxiety. You were yeah. scared of losing the limelight. That was your thing. <laughs> I think that's I was. All, that's what you I remember. Care. I remember losing. I saw you. You may not remember this. We hadn't seen each other for a while, and we. I was having dinner in the an old re, an E and O restaurant, a restaurant called like E and O, which was on Kings Road, and we hadn't seen each other for a bit. And I remember typical Lucy Watson style. Uh, you came up to me. We had chat, 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 and then bluntness, boom, straight in. There. You went. You still doing that show? <laughs> and. I honestly, in my head, I was like, why do I feel embarrassed about <laughs> why, this? Why am I lying? So I <laughs> almost was going to go, yeah, no. But I didn't. I said the truth. But for some reason in my head, I, that was the moment. I'm not kidding you. This is about three years ago. I think I saw you. Where, or four years ago when you came Don't up remember here. this at all. Do you not remember it? No. Yeah, yeah, we were in the know. And that was my moment of realization of perhaps it was time to... Start. Really? So, so I've like had a massive his... influence in yeah. your life. Okay. Well, I think I think that it was that moment that suddenly I felt a bit uh uncool. Yeah, a bit uncool, man. Like a loser. I have to say I do feel for the guys though, because I feel like it is so much harder for you because as a girl going on a show, there's so many more work opportunities coming out of it mm. and so many more brand deals that you could get. Whereas for a guy, mm, I, I do sorry, feel like it's a lot Gillette. harder. 
Oh, Gillette. Gillette. That's who they, you work with. they send me free shit all the time. <laughs> free shit yeah. though. Which I melt down and sell at the local what, as car like, as like a filling. Like... <laughs> and I sell to my local dentist. Yeah. You think there's no it, work opportunities? Because you're in it just for the freebies. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, it is harder. So I get why you stay on longer. But I don't think, no, mine wasn't for, mine wasn't because I, I wanted the freebies or the brand deals and stuff like that. Mine was because I just love that world of entertainment. Yeah, I love it too. And yeah. I was so scared it was just going to disappear if I'd stepped off that show. So I was like just clinging on, clinging on, clinging on for dear life. So instead you got a podcast that you now film mm -hmm. and put yourself out there with your own Damn videos. straight girl. That's, ex that's exactly it. But it's true, it is, it's scary, right? And, and, and you also life is scary, especially when you pick a reality show like that. Mm -hmm. Like you, but you've always had the kind of balls to do it. You were always the punchiest. You you came in a little bit later, season three or four, whatever it was, and then you left before everyone else. You're like, I can't, I'm done with this. But I swear, no one's like, what was the reason why you left? Me? What was yeah. the reason? Um, Give it to us straight. What was actually the reason you left? Okay, I think the real reason was, you know, that whole argument like I have with Steph. Your friend Steph Brown. Yeah. yeah. It was really, I it wasn't portrayed in my opinion, the way that it actually like went down. And mm. then I felt like from that argument, actually it just became all about like my relationship and how our relationship was, there were things wrong with it. And she started saying stuff like he kicked her out of her, my apartment, all this kind of stuff. And she was like, you know what, this is actually gonna, we were arguing more during that time. And I was like, actually, this is gonna make us like argue. And then I realized that actually you can't really be in a happy relationship on that show. You can't. And I, I at that point I was quite serious with James. So I was like, actually, I. I value this more plus the controlling side of it where you couldn't do other work. Mm. That really annoyed me because I really wanted to do loads more. Mm -hmm. And I had loads of opportunities that were coming my way that I had to turn down because of my schedule. Mm -hmm. So then that was it really. So you did it just for preservation of your relationship. Preservation of my relationship, my mental sanity. And also I genuinely believed it would be, and I still to this day believe it would be the best decision for like my career because I'd be able to, <laughs> like get the platform that I got from Agreed. the show, but it not completely be my identity forever. Like it was enough time to be on there, but then I could still do other things. And I have kind of almost moved away from it a little bit. I feel like now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like it was just a quite a good career decision, mental health decision. I don't think it was like mentally, like I was depressed. I think I was just really stressed, like really, really stressed. And I couldn't manage the stress of it because I think the schedule was quite like, um, it, it took up a lot of my time. And then also just mentally like dealing with the stress of having to just literally my itinerary, my itinerary was crazy. And I felt like there was a lot of pressure on me because I feel like I was one of the like main lead people in the cast. So I had to maybe like ham it up a little bit more with the, mm. with the drama and stuff, you know? And Maybe I just grew up a little bit and I just like, I don't actually can't be bothered to be like causing arguments to everyone all the time. That's kind of what I felt. Did you feel that same thing? I think, I think it's just, it's unnatural to live that level of like stress cortisol. It's Cause you have so to like, normal. you're like, right. Okay. It's like 7am in the morning. I need to go down to this place. I need to suddenly turn on this like battle like face. Cause I'm about to get mm -hmm. attacked by some girl mm -hmm. or some guy is going to come in and like have a go at me and having to do that three to four times a week. But like, do you know what would have normally been a conversation between two like adults that have been like, you know, you fucked up, like what are you doing? Whatever. And it just being like, 
not as aggressive, it just that's not going to get the view the views. No. So you've got to it's got to be a bit more. It's like drama school. It's but like but the break most- that down though a little bit because a lot of people sitting listening will just go, well, that's easy. You just get to turn up and you get to just say these things and you get to watch when you get to taken on holidays and you get to be paid and all yeah. these different things. Why why is it why is that stressful? Why is it draining to us? Um I think it's it's every emotion but heightened by a hundred. So it's like normal life is pretty much, I guess, probably like this. And you have like a few dips and highs and whatever, and it's pretty stable. And then when you're on a show, it's literally like mm. the emotional side of it. You're having to be, you know, in arguments with people. There's a lot of like um, tension as well on set when you're having these like dramas with people and arguments. And it is quite, you are quite good at compartmentalizing it. I think I like lived Sociopaths. and breathed it. Is that what it is? Yeah. People just, just oh, kind okay. of, just kind of. Like psychopaths. I don't think it's sociopathic. I had I, I, it would, but I agree. I, I was able to put you it to one side. You had a much side. more of a business brain with it as well. Totally, you mine was purely like, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine the was always that. Through. Yeah, yeah, always. The whole way through. I think you you were good at putting that like act on. Yeah, but that, but, the, just, but just, then the problem with doing that for so long is like, how long can you keep that up, dude? And sorry to cut you off, but storing stuff. This is what I've worked out: storing stuff. So going, okay, here comes all the emotion, blah blah blah, whatever. It is. You're you're in the trenches. You're being hit all the time. You're stressed. You're stressed all the time. You put that to one side, like I was doing for so long. It, it comes out thick and fast later down the you line. You did get emotional at times. Like I feel like occasionally it would like bubble over, but I feel like you were very business minded, and you could just the next day you'd just be fine. Yeah, and you wouldn't take it home with you. I couldn't understand the why people weren't. I don't understand why I wasn't. I really, if I could do it again, I would be a lot more like that. Yeah, I don't understand. For me, it was pure, always, it was always business. For me, it was, what I didn't understand, it was though, it's just business. It's another day in the office. Just fucking yeah, yeah. business. Yeah, I fucked her. What? It's just yeah. another day in the office. Fucking business. Oh my God. It, 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 no, it, truthfully. I so know that about you. Have you ever yeah. admitted that before? No, I never have. Exclusive. Yeah, it, it was, it was business. Um, it's just business. <laughs> what the? I think, I think <laughs> after after a while, you start to naturally become a bit more like that. But at first, it's still like real life to you. So yeah. like, if you unless you're a bit kind of you're good at like disassociating the two, you're gonna feel mm-hmm. like it's like real emotion. Yeah, it's gonna fuck you up. But if you like, see it as a business, like Jamie did, then you you don't let it affect. It doesn't affect you. Yeah, you're but just I like, didn't well, this is that. just a business decision. So like, I know this mm. is gonna. Did you the did views. you see like dollar signs when people were shouting at you? Like, no, but but I but I saw I saw um, I like I like my first so my first. No, can I just cut you up? You loved a storyline opportunity. Yeah, of course. You hundred percent. If there was a storyline, <laughs> if there was a storyline, I feel like you would just Lucy run Watson off to the producers, and you would tell them. And Get then it your would little be in a scene the next day. Y- your you saw a little story as well, a little nugget. You also would have chomped down on yeah, that. Yeah, I bit did. Of but I was so much more subtle than you. Yeah, yeah, but what's the point of being subtle? <laughs> the audience said, "Yeah, <laughs> no." My thing is this: is that first two seasons I did, I I I was like. This is like being on like a summer camp. I was like, this is so fun and all these different things. It's like a summer camp. And I and then when I watched the shows back, I was like, oh, wait, hang on a second. It's edited in this sort of mm. way and stuff like that. So I didn't realize it. So after the second season, when I then, um, I remember I, I I kissed Louise Thompson or whatever. And, and it was, it, you know, it was organic, but kind of constructed in a certain way. And I remember thinking, ah, okay, now I get it. Now I get it that what we're here to do is to create drama and entertainment and funness and all these different things. And this doesn't isn't just like a a, a summer camp. 
It's something else than that. So you kissed her because you wanted to kiss her, not because you thought it would be a good storyline. It was a mixture of two. I fancied her, of course, yeah. and I wanted to kiss her. But also in my head, I went, oh, this would be a good storyline as well. And that was the first time I had done it. So yeah. so then, so, so, and the only time I didn't do it was when you and I hooked up. I was like, no, I just act. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Like, vice versa. Yeah. Business, business went out the window. Yeah, yeah. I clocked off that day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> me and you hooked up and I was like I actually just really <laughs> like real it <laughs> I don't care about the cameras get them out of here <laughs> so I feel like you you were business you were like so like, are you, you saying you, I was you, a storyline to you that's what you were saying is that what you are saying <laughs> that's what, <laughs> what you are saying <laughs> come out everybody no, I, think, I definitely think it was there, I mean like I think ooh <laughs> What? what do I say now? Um, I think, no, there was a storyline element. Someone just, someone just speak in your ear. <laughs> What's that? Ooh. Ooh. I was talking to myself. Before. I, was, I was listening to what I was about to say before weird. I said it. And then I was like, no, no, Ooh. you can't say that. Um, yeah, no, I I think it was a storyline opportunity. I think that you and I were super close. Yeah, very true. Um did I think we were going to like run off into the sunset together and get married? No. Never. Yeah, agreed. Never in a million years. But I think we were caught up in the moment. Just remember that. Never in a million years. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh my God. That hit real deep. Let's <laughs> yeah. get that free. Yeah, you're just like, oh. no, I like, was like, were we going to run off? Jay, I was like, Jay, no. Jay, think of 10 years. Think of 100 years. Think of a million years. Not even within that million will it happen. A lot can happen in a million years. <laughs> the world hasn't even existed for a million years. <laughs> I don't think it has. Not ten. Not a million. (laughs) Just to make it absolutely sure. Not in a million years. (laughs) No, No, I I know what you mean. We were having a lot of fun. You and I were having a lot of fun. And, but also we were on a TV show. Of course. I think we both knew what we were doing. Okay, but here, but but I think I agree with you. So I, I wait. I don't know if I've just totally sh- shattered. No, like, you did it. No, that, you agree with his heart. You agree with what I was I, saying, like about it. Yeah. I think what happens with a TV show, reality show, you get caught up in it. Is that you're thrown into an environment where you have to date each other, mm-hmm. and so you're thrown in a Big Brother house all together, a, a metaphorical Big Brother house. Yeah. And to date someone outside of that circle is pointless because it's your job, it's your life, it's all those different things. So you date people within it. Mm -hmm. And also you're going to date people that are in sort of the way that that is sort of, you know... But like it's a food chain type thing. That's what happens. Like you, you is that wow. some? What, oh. what do you want me to well, say? Minute, you so type in. What was she? What was she? A steak? What's <laughs> going on? No, oh I, I just, I just think you people who were there to make have make fun and have make entertainment and really create something yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. That's who you would gel with most mm-hmm. likely. But also, at least we were we were great friends and we got on yeah, and yeah. And, th- and so that was it, that kind of mixed it together. Yeah. You're kind of in this in this we're weird young. weird world where like stop, you're, stop, yeah, you're, I'm really young and foolish you're, and naive. You're, you're and romantic. <laughs> your romantic life basically has like a like yeah. a dollar sign next to it. So like totally. the more romance and more drama you create within the sphere of of the Made in Chelsea like bubble, yeah. really the more right. money you're going to make, the more like fame you're going to get. But so weird so, because you, I don't feel like you did that. I was a complete idiot. You, so we had you, we had business. We had like semi semi business. Like, I was just got hammered. Yeah. And it just what were you doing? Didn't, you were I didn't know what I was through. just floating around. Yeah, we did. We I didn't got really drunk a lot of the time with you as well. Yeah. There was a lot of drinking. 
Yeah, I don't know what my I don't know what my game God, plan was to lot. be honest. We were, we were like, all drunk a lot. We drank. Too I much. wasn't as drunk as you guys. You did have one moment. <laughs> do, you remember, I remember. do you remember this time? What are you going to say? The New York thing? No, no, it wasn't me. I wasn't <laughs> there because I had to go home. Do you remember? Can I say the New York thing before you, you say, say the, the funniest thing I ever saw? I, honestly, to this oh, day, God, it makes I'm me crack up so much. We were in New York filming in New York. You and I had dated before, and we had dated. So, so it was a little bit tender between us, or whatever. Um, and we found out that you and Ollie Proudlock had oh, been yeah. hooking up. Oh, I remember this. We found out you and Ollie Proudlock were hooking up. <laughs> and you both in the scene were like, no, we weren't. Or like, whatever, you were like denying it to me. Like, we weren't, like, nothing's really happening. And then, <laughs> and then you guys like went off to like the, I don't know, like the corner of the loo or wherever, somewhere to you just disappeared off together. And you came out and Proudlock had all your lips. <laughs> smeared all over his face and he comes up and he goes bro i never freaking did it and i was like hey lipstick because you're wearing like purple lipstick okay okay i was wearing purple lipstick you loved purple lipstick i was wearing red lipstick okay it was red lipstick yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple lipstick. no i get that and actually yeah i was drunk a lot in, in new york yeah we drank a lot i was but, drunk a lot in new york that was the big i was drunk every day Okay, all right, party girl. <laughs> Every day. All right, legend. No, I want to hear more about Alex's trash. Okay, go on, mate. Okay. Go I didn't. I didn't have one. No. I didn't have one. I don't know what I was you doing. You actually weirdly because where we would like seek to have relationships on the show because we knew how like okay it was it was fun but also it was beneficial to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you tried to avoid that, didn't you? To, well, towards the the latter part of it, yeah. Mm. I just I couldn't deal with the stress. Like mm. I, I knew that it was only. But you don't vocalize this enough. Like, 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 what stressed you out about it? But was it the stress? It was of... just. It was just. I think also there was just there wasn't anyone that I was kind of gravitating towards. Do you know what I mean? I'd meet someone else, and then that but was. Do you kind think of you it. had a bit of like PTSD over like being found out as? I mean that that that's that, fair enough. That was. Yeah. That I love was... how you're like like you're tender over it. This is hard hitting freaking interview. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, were you nervous about the fact that yeah, you fucked? Uh, it turns out I do. Um, no, yeah, that was that was horrible. Fuck Awful. me, that was that was like. Can you just explain, like, because obviously some people are just listening, they don't know. So, what. series seven, yeah, still okay. one of the most watched series, which is which yeah, is great. Big. I um, had been going out with someone called Binky Felstead mm -hmm. and had got found out to have been cheating, like the first time. And then we're 23 at this time, 22, Jamie 23. So, so I, I, I just joined the show. <laughs> yeah, he didn't remember any. I'm in a tunnel of lies. <laughs> I just, I just joined the show and I started going out with like, who was kind of the nation's sweetheart at the time. Like everyone mm -hmm. loved her. And then this arsehole comes in and it's all, it's great at first. Like we're in South Africa, like cuddling like lions and stuff. And I've done all these amazing things and I'm like, I've got this. And then I'm 23 getting hammered, going to clubs around, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah doing beers yeah. around the UK and I just end up being a complete fucking sleaze bag and um so there's rumors starting to come back i decide that the best thing to do here i've got two options i either come clean and mm. then i'm definitely an asshole or i try and lie mm. and there's like a 0.2 percent chance that i'll <laughs> not be an asshole and i'll get away with it um so you I, double down so, on the I, so i double down hard <laughs> and they would find out about one story and then they'd discover another one and i'd still lie 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 and then, and then and then and then they yeah the fbi you're like one of those things you one of those russian dolls that you <laughs> just keeps going you know, you know they, would, they would put me in scenes with her mum her mum being like yeah. don't worry i trust you like i know oh, you have done this and i'm like oh my god i like crumpling inside like my soul is just like did you actually dying. can you just be honest like 
for the first time on her. For the first time? Oh, no, but, you know, did you remember it? There were some I did. There yeah. were some I didn't, yeah. So you genuinely blacked out and there somehow, some, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I was just, like, yeah, it wasn't really? good. God. I remember yeah. something happened, but... <laughs> Yeah, but blacking out is a is a thing. It does I'm not, happen. It yeah. does. Happen. I woke up one morning and I was uh, and I had someone's ID in my hand. I don't remember how that happened. Girl, oh, boy, <laughs> girl, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a bloke's head and the other. <laughs> oh um, yeah, that it was quite traumatic. That it was. yeah, it was. Yeah. But I, I think after that, I kind of built up quite a thick skin, and I realised that like, because even though it was bad, we we were still living in this culture where like guys fucking up was kind of almost like championed a little it was, bit it was. so so it was like even though i was getting stick from people and the girls were like Ooh. like when, when i would go to pas it was a completely different like question it was like it was like a different thing they didn't care oh. and so and so i was like oh it's actually not that bad it was it was so it's a very confusing uh, message Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I feel actually men would probably champion you for being unfaithful because they'd be like, what a fucking like legend. And then like women would probably also be like, oh my God, like he's so hot. I want to. Oh, it's that bad boy thing, isn't it? it? Yeah. You know, and it's like, it was kind of idolized in a way, but then. You had this great thing though, Lucy. You you would have this great thing where, um, I remember when you first came into something like that and it was when social media was just starting. Twitter was popping off and and crazy. crazy. Yeah. Instagram was just starting to happen. All this kind of stuff. And you at the beginning got a lot of hate, a lot of hate because you came in so much. Did you? Uh, Yeah. So much hate. And you're 23. I was 21. 21. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're 21 years old. 
21 years old, we don't even know who we are. We're vulnerable, we're insecure. We're all the things that we are at 21 years old. Mm -hmm. You're joining a TV show where then the nation, what you think the nation are just shouting abuse at you mm -hmm. on this new platform that you're completely alien to, that you don't even understand. I deserve how, it though. Yeah, but now you see that, but at the time, how do you handle something like that? <clears throat> I think it's hard when, like you said earlier, when you are creating a TV show and then you are being hated on for an, an edit of a version of what happened because... If you edit anything, like you can kind of change, you can take words and put them in different parts of a sentence. Like everything can just look a little bit, if you chop up a conversation, it can look like a completely different conversation, right? So um, I found that I didn't know going into it that was gonna be my role, but when I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. I'm gonna be like the villain of this. And I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really like that. Like I always grew up being like, oh, s almost like obsessed by like morals. And I felt like I was actually like quite a nice girl. And then seeing that I was like, shit, I'm gonna be the villain, okay. And I just wasn't really ready for it. And then I was getting shit for it, but I was, which I understood because I was vile in some of the initial stuff that I did. So I understood it. Um, you don't need to defend yourself though. I don't think you were. I'm not defending myself. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I genuinely would have been the same probably. I would have probably been like, yeah, oh, exactly. Bitch. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't think you need to yeah. sort of, I just think but you gave a, a reaction to but something. But I think also I got caught up in the acting side of it because I was like, this is actually a performance. And when they say to you and you start, they're like, look, this is your chance. You start to almost You've like subconsciously because they've put, they've created that like mm -hmm. role for you. You're the villain. You then start to like weirdly subconsciously yeah. become it. Yeah. And you're like two months down the line. You're like, wow, I'm a full villain now. Because <laughs> like, you know what is expected of you and you know that you, that's it. your airtime. You don't, you almost don't want to let them down. Creates you feel like your job. Yeah. You feel like, cause they've created that role. You're like, well, I've got to be yeah, that for yeah, them. Yeah. If I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah, right? exactly. Did you not find that, Jamie? I I I definitely did. I had it, yeah, for sure. And and there, it, it's interesting, right? Because it was just such a weird time. The what what the biggest thing that I had that when I came out of it was that for 150 days a year, whatever it was, we were filming this TV show made in Chelsea, right? So that's like half the year that you're filming a scene and every single scene you would have to go into and you have to dull things up. You have to be more bitchy or more happy or more aggressive or more this or more that. So what happened to me drastically is that then every single time I was in any other situation, I thought it was a scene. So every single time I was in the pub with friends or every single time what? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So every single time I was going out to a meeting. That's why you were so annoying. I would, yeah, <laughs> I would have to be like. That explains I, a lot. Yeah, I, I would used to think that I would need to get an Uber rating. So right. I would I would leave each thing and go. Well, did I do well there? Did I was that? You good? were the biggest fucking people pleaser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was a nightmare. And so and so that's what the show drew me to is that I was constantly stuck in this sort of psychological thing where I was like, wait, is is everything like how do I be me again? Yeah. And actually, a normal person is quite calm and relaxed and considerate yep. and kind and all those different things. It's not this heightened version of yourself all the time. And what? That's yeah, not real. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to bring myself back to that. I'm already here anyway, let alone you put a fucking camera in front of my face. And then I go up there. Yeah. So for me to draw it back, that I found that incredibly difficult. I was genuinely, because obviously I don't really know what you're, I know the main version of you that I know is that version. Mm. And on the way here, I was thinking about this and like thinking about how we're all going to have like a massive catch up basically. I, one of the main questions I had was, how the fuck does Sophie like deal with you and your energy levels? <laughs> yeah, like, it's hard. Genuinely, because that is that question. is the perception of you that I know is that like hyper, like yeah. always got to 
do know, something do the right thing and say make people happy and you know just whatever and i was like oh, yeah wow, great point keep up with that well interesting you say that so so i so i got di- so i just i i'm getting diagnosed again with like adhd right because right. i definitely had that like getting diagnosed again yeah because i got diagnosed when i was a kid oh, and then right. I, but i don't remember what the diagnosis was i was just screaming shout and all these different things as a kid and it like manifests in different ways sophie has been like to me recently he's like dude like it's you, you're not even there sometimes she started calling you dude well, no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying to intimacy is business anyway so um i'm getting it all retested again because that like there's things that happen with like i i'm can be so like involved with one thing and then forget other things the whole time and all this kind of my energy is all up all the time and she finds it tiring she's like this is exhausting okay so i'm right Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, you are right. And it is exhausting for her. But now, but because I have the self-awareness now, I understand right. I'm doing those things yeah. so I can offset it in certain ways, I think. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm trying to figure out now. But at least with you, one of the big things I admire you for, which was amazing, and you remember you say, but you, you, you'll know within yourself is you've been heavily into veganism for ages. Yeah. You love animals. You always have done. I watched what? your guys vegan podcast which one? Oh yeah, uh, was, yeah 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 Ed. it was interesting he's yeah. a cool dude i don't really watch podcasts or listen to them to be honest no offense but yeah that one i did tune into because i just really wanted to see him like whip your asses yeah he did whip my ass yeah. and he and in a great way and 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 look i am you know my sweet business vegan right I, i'm all about i'm not vegan myself but i understand the benefits for being vegan and all these different things and you understand the lucrative side as well well I, no we, but no 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 but true but i didn't realize we didn't, when we first started Candy Kinders, we did make it vegan because we thought that was the best thing. Who gave you the idea to make it vegan? We did, ourselves. It was all naivety. It was all a mistake. Do you uh, not remember a conversation that I once had with you? Maybe you said it to me. Yes, I did. Loose, was it you? Loose, yes. Luce, it's business, all right? But, Luce, <laughs> was it you who said it? Yep, it was. Holy Years shit, ago. man. You had gelatin yeah. in your sweets. And yeah. I said, what you need to do, was it, were they vegetarian and not we, vegan? We, no, we were vegetarian, but we, before that we had, we yeah, had, and yeah. And I said to you, what you need to do, because it was, you were saying that like, it's such a competitive market. And all yeah. Things. I was like, you need to make your sweets vegan because there are wow. not enough sweets out there that are vegan. Yeah. Maybe it was you, maybe it was it you was who. It was fully me. So it's interesting you say that because for us it was. And you were like, oh, I don't know. Like it's mm. going to change the, you know, they're not going to be as good. Like the quality. They're better. Yeah. They're 100% yeah, better yeah. being vegan. They're delicious. Yeah. Being, and now every single confectionery. I love your sweets, by the way. Thanks, they're, dude. They're really great. Every single confectionery company in the world now is trying to, uh, trying to be, become vegan. And it's, yeah. it, I'm not going to bore everyone, but it's so hard to be a vegan sweet. It's very hard. But my, anyway, my point is this, is that I remember we, you were young, you were getting, we were, you know, height of main gels, you were getting all these brand deals through. You had to say no to so many brand deals yeah. because they were using leather, they yeah. were using animals, they were using not ethical reasons, all these different things. And you had this amazing mindset. I remember thinking, all of us, me, met whoever, John, we were going around the country doing PAs and freaking wherever just because they were paying us some money. Mm-hmm. And you were being offered more money than anyone, but turning everything down mm-hmm. because you said, well, that's not right. My morals don't fit with that. Yeah. It's quite a good compass Still to have. To, to this day. I'm sure you do, but it's yeah. a great compass to have at that age. Yes. Um, yes, I mean, it is. And I mean, what am I going to do now? Talk about how great I am? No, no, but I just... <laughs> if you could, just no. look down the lens. <laughs> no, but... seconds. Yeah, Can but, but, just get into it? No, I'm joking. No, but just talk about... I think the point is, is that sticking to your guns and, you know... Uh, uh, the point is, is like, if you, start, if you stand up for nothing, you fall for anything. Yeah. And, and you knew that from the very beginning, mm-hmm. which is kind of normally learnt, but you didn't learn it, you just had it within you. 
Yeah, I mean, what can I say? I'm super passionate about it. Like, it's not just like, it's not just, it, it's, it's everything. It takes over everything. My mindset, my, like, my whole life. It's just, it is what it is. And I couldn't, I couldn't be a sellout and work with brands that are, you know, profiting off of the death of animals and then be promoting that to people for money. Like, I just couldn't do that. It just doesn't sit well with me. And if I'm not going to buy those things or eat like those products, why would I then take money to do it? It just seems so wrong. So, yeah. Have you always loved animals? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But even like there's animals out there that I don't love, you know, like, like what? Well, like, OK, I love animals. Yeah. But like, it's what, not like I what look, animals it's do not, you It's love? not like I look at a turkey and I'm like, oh, my God, I love turkeys you, you hate turkeys so, you hate so turkeys. much but just because i don't love a turkey <laughs> it doesn't mean that i think it's like the right thing for them to like die for me to eat them do you know what i mean yeah it just morally I, it's got nothing to it's not always about loving animals it's about just seeing them as well i mean what more than what ed food. said when he came on was the the, the main drive is the reduction of suffering right yeah like across the board for, yeah for most people that go vegan i think that is the main drive and a lot of it is also the environmental side and like the health benefits but I think that is the overwhelming reason why people do this is just because it, you don't have to love animals to not want them to suffer and die. Agreed. But you think, you do know? you think a lot of comp companies are doing greenwashing? Oh yeah, hundred percent. This is this thing that's been flagged up the whole time at the moment. But but the hard thing for you is, and I don't want you to get emotional about this, but where, you know, you, you've had your dogs and the dog that I knew was Digby. Yes. And you know, when <clears throat> an animal of yours then dies, that must feel to you, Mm -hmm. human and I know a lot of people have that emotional connection you're it's, trying to get fucking tears out I'm not trying podcast. to get you tears yes, you no I'm not I'm just Jay, actually, I, I know what you're the, doing this is a business <laughs> this is what I mean Every, everything with him is, is a commodity it's, it's not yeah yeah business. your tears literally have got we'll dollar signs on them I know, yeah. Luce, do you know what this is not a fucking commodity I saw you <laughs> comedy. I saw, I got a comedy a, a business I saw you at, I saw, the reason why <laughs> I wanted to come seen, on the podcast Lang, you've been seen no we, we came to your sister's wedding I know him so well I genuinely know you through and through I saw you at your sister's wedding we had such a fun time and I said I really would love you come yeah, back yeah. on the pod and it was just yeah. painting but i just do want to know this is that um you know that that must be a really tough thing when you when you you bring up animals and all these different things and then one of them dies that basically you're saying because you're vegan did your the, no, the death of your dog that. did it did it hurt you yeah, more than the yeah. average person yeah. how upset you were when you digby died yes it broke me and without being super dark and deep on your podcast i'm sure people know you're depressed whenever they listen to this but like it is it it changes you like it really changes you. yeah because you just like you just i don't know you just it's it's like a hole in your heart really it's really sad yeah it is and it never goes away but, no my thing is this which is so interesting about dogs is that I definitely need a calming influence in my life, right? That's what I need. And Sophie's wanted a dog for two years. Mm -hmm. Every single time the conversation comes up, I say no, I say no, I say no, I say and no. And why are you saying no? Because I don't want the responsibility. Yeah. Um, I'm scared of responsibility. I um, have never looked after a dog. I've never looked after a baby. I've looked after myself. <laughs> that's hard enough. And, mm -hmm. I, and lots of other things going on. And I'm worried it will retract away from other things. I love Sophie so much. I'm worried also that another thing comes into our lives that maybe she would be you focused hate, on that. You hate animals. No, I love animals. You're I worried really the dog is going to take away your attention. I don't know, maybe. Is that I, what you literally well, said? I, I love, I, I, you know. So uh, we, concerned of yours, I see that. Well, we, we hopefully, touch wood, have a future of responsibilities yeah. when it comes to kids and yeah. all these different things. Touch wood, that happens, you mm -hmm. know. And my thing is, is that this is our period where we can really enjoy each other. We can travel easier. We can go out to restaurants. We can do all the things that we want to do. And does a dog hinder you from doing that? 
I don't know. Yes. And also the emotional baggage it comes with. You talk about Digby, that's a really upsetting thing for you. Yes. You said it leaves a hole. They have a lot shorter lifespan than we do. Exactly. And so you're then teeing yourself up for a potential really sad yes. time. And that's, for me, that's that's like opening a book and knowing the ending. It's really, really upsetting. I'm really glad that you've brought this up because I think a lot of people go into buying a dog or rescuing a dog. I would never advise buying one. So if you want to know. I agree. If I, you listen, want to rescue a dog. I we looked at rescuing one. We looked at rescuing one okay. just to put that out there. Sophie I, was very keen for that. If you want a puppy, that. I've. I'm in there with all the rescue centers. I will get you a puppy, but please don't buy a dog because okay. it's just like the worst industry. But I think that so many people need to think like you're thinking and really question it because it's a dog is a being. They're not a, uh, you know, a new fucking sofa or like a computer. They are a being. They are a responsibility. They are like going to be your child, basically. So you will have to look after them until their last day. Mm. And that is a full time job. Mm-hmm. and they never grow up it's not like a child where they end up being able to do things for themselves they end up being able to wipe their own ass or like you know you go. wipe your dog's ass no but like isn't the right you training. have to help them go to the loo like <laughs> they're not they can't go yeah. to the loo inside so you have to always let them out or whatever like they can't feed themselves like it's a huge responsibility but I rewarding know, right very rewarding if you're the right person like if you value your own sort of like selfish wants and needs and your time over that love that a dog mm. will give you, then I don't know if it's right for you. Fucking well, the great I articulated it well. Yeah, that hasn't made me feel better. I, I absolutely love dogs, but I always have like a weird existential crisis when I think about like dogs as pets. Yes. Because I'm like, there's just this little guy on his own in this like no. box and he must be like, what the hell is life? Mm. He's like looking up at these humans and he's like, like a great time. am I that? Like, what is this? No, like, and then every now and again, they go out in the park and they're like, is that a friend? I don't get it. It must be fucking weird. No, I think pets really in general weird. is fucking weird. Like, I agree with rescuing animals because I believe that, you know, you're saving a life. But breeding animals into existence to be our little fucking pets it is weird. It is weird. And I think coming from you should spend a, a day as a pet. Get James, your husband, no. put you on a lead. And I think, I think there's it would a... be fucking shit having something around your neck and being yanked every time you like want to sniff something. Or like, you know. What would you be sniffing? Sniffing needing, ass, man. Needing the loose so bad and waiting yeah. for your, you know human mum to wake up so they can let you out and just having to be like, oh, I'm just going to have to hold it and otherwise I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's so shit. It's, yeah, I never it's thought so that. shit. Yeah, yeah, we trouble, we, we put that. a lot of eating, our human... Eating the same thing every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> they probably Breakfast don't care too much about that. Every single day, it's the same meal. You're cruel. Why are you feeding I give like them a... everything that I eat. Every time I eat anything, they have some. Really? Yeah, everything. What are, what are things do you eat? They don't eat it because it's vegan. But you know They're what I eat? Like... I eat fucking plants. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's like, great. And a lot of yeah. ass. <laughs> So that is a dog's diet, actually. Some grass and some ass. It's also grass and ass. That's what I want. Setting down the but grass Alex, and ass. You have a very good way of looking at it because you're. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Looking at your not very, like, narrow-minded, but that you're looking outside the box and you're thinking from their perspective, which is, like, quite... <laughs> I, I feel like you're slating Jay while saying no, that. I'm not thinking narrow-minded. I'm thinking rewarding again. your perspective because I think you. that is, it is unique. You are just thinking about yourself. <laughs> totally, absolutely, because it's not in my but, life. Because I'm I, bringing I feel, it into I my life. Like, I feel like with animals, but with pets, we, like, we put a lot of our human emotion onto yeah. them we like it's like oh, we like it's our issue that we're then putting yes. onto a dog and we're like oh he's probably thinking this and i'm like i don't reckon the dog's actually feeling yeah. that to be honest hang on a second I, hang on a second when i'm bringing crying. a dog into my life i'm not going into his oh. life oh oh, get, yeah. oh it's all about you i get I to yes, oh i get I to know, live with jamie lang fucking be living with me if it wasn't for me <laughs> well you think the dog's gonna know that you're famous <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I want. The dog's like, you really, don't even know who I am. The dog's really cocky in the park. Like, guess who my owner is? It's like, you know, you, like you just said, it's like when you get an emotional support animal. When you're crying, your dog isn't like, oh, I'm so sad that you're crying. They're literally looking at you like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? I, do, I, do, I, think, I think there is there is definitely a connection with, with dogs. Mm-hmm. Like they are quite in tune emotionally though. So I do think there is that, but... We do just deflect our own shit on the I agree. Of the time. Yeah, I agree. We do. Hey, Lucy, so we're going to stop there for part one. That was a long part one. Don't Jeez. worry. We're coming back for part Hey, listen, just don't worry. We're going to come back for part two. Well, do you know what we're to talk about? What? Marriage. Oh, yay. Oh, actually, no, I'm excited to talk about this. I oh, know. I'm talking about it with you. This is yep. our interview that we're interviewing you. Mm-hmm. You're not interviewing anyone else. Shit, really? Oh, fine. Okay, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see you in part two, everybody. Bye. Bye.